welcome to the Drunkers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Straightforward talk and out with it. Current events, local, world news, and what's trending. Saturday at 8 p.m., so come out and join me. gentlemen welcome to the truckers podcast i hope everybody is having a a good start to the weekend so let's get those thank yous out there ladies and gentlemen to all of our essential workers our frontline workers our doctors our nurses our paramedics our police and our fire departments i thank you for the job that you do day in and day out And also thank you to my listeners, my guests, and my followers. I thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. Oh, here we go. Yeah, so anyways, I was just looking through some new stuff and then articles, you know, they just pass you by. So, uh, yeah, what is going on here? in the world news. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know, I just, you know what I'm really tired of? Well, one thing I'm really tired of is that uh, uh, diaper Donald, Donald Trump, you know, he's having a heated oval office meeting including talk of special counsel martial law as trump's buyer advisors clash advisors to what you know maybe just uh advise them to concede you know because you know the american election is uh is done for for trump for diaper donald trump so, yeah, you know, if you want to make donations, you know, the White House is looking for diapers. Whether huggies or pampers or cloth diapers, you know, diaper Donald Trump could use them. You know, because he's still throwing his tantrums. 
forward this election. Bring diapers you can get your hands on, send them to the White House. They'll be more than happy to accept them for, for diaper Donald Trump. Yeah, what a character he is. What else is trending? Trending in the world. Hey, what's going on right now? Let's see what's happening in in Canada. So we know what's going on with that, which you know, this doesn't really surprise me here. You know, hitting the second wave and everything with this with this pandemic, you know, here in Canada. So now, over half a million Canadians have now been infected with the novel coronavirus since the pandemic began nearly a year ago. And health officials are warning that number will likely skyrocket over the course of the winter. As of Friday evening, 501,189 cases have been confirmed across the country to date, including 6,248 that were reported over the past 24 hours. Canada has averaged 6,600 new cases per day for the past seven days. The infection rate nearly four times what was seen during the first peak of the pandemic in May. It took just over two weeks for the national case total to grow from 400,000 to 500,000. With one month, with only a month separate, the current milestone from 200, from the 200,000 mark. The surging infections has led to steady increase in both hospitalizations and deaths with just a week before Christmas. Canada's uh, death toll has hit 14,154 on Friday after 114 more people had died. The country is averaging over 100 deaths per day with the rate steadily increasing throughout December. I don't know what to tell you, ladies and gentlemen. I really don't know. You know, where are these infection rates coming from? How are people con uh, contracting the virus? I don't know. Obviously, it's a community spread virus, but where are they going? What are they doing? I don't know. I wish I knew. I never find these answers for somehow. You know? I don't know. But we could even, even try a search, maybe. what comes up here. Oh boy. All right, well, let's see what happens. News about where are most people getting COVID. See what they say. 
telling me anything either here so anyways I don't know let's see what still is happening on here in Canada so the country can see another 70,000 cases and 800 more deaths by Christmas Day the modeling suggests with daily case reaching well above 12,000 by January unless further public measures are introduced well further public measures health measures are introduced with Toronto having their uh, 28 day lockdown extended until uh, further notice. The Peel region that surrounds the Toronto area also in lockdown, uh, their lockdown to be extended. York region is now, since last week, been in lockdown. Um, what has that done? Oh, it has done nothing. Cases are still rising in those areas. Most of the cases are coming from the, from the greater Toronto area. Here in Ontario with the lockdown in place so what are people doing people are traveling to other regions where there there is no where, where there is less restrictions so just locking down certain communities or certain cities obviously hasn't been really you know the answer as I'm concerned, that's my opinion. Canada's Chief Public Health, Dr. Theresa Tam, said Friday she believes many provinces should take the step as soon as possible. I think the indicator that most troubling is the hospitalizations and intensive care occupancy because that's related to something that happened at least two weeks ago before infections surged even further. Uh, well, we got here now over 3,400 people are now receiving care in hospitals nationwide. Some provinces warning their healthcare systems are nearly at capacity. The number is well above what we have seen during the spring wave uh, when roughly only 25 hospitalizations were being recorded. Doctors in Ontario, Alberta, Quebec, which accounts for just under a third of the Canadian hospitalizations alone have sounded alarms about the surge in patients with Ontario doctors advocating for stricter lockdowns. And the doctors, you know, especially in the Toronto area, can see the data. And they see the rates still increasing in Toronto and the Peel region with their lockdown, and they're still seeing a significant number of COVID cases. So new restrictions have been introduced in Quebec, Saskatchewan, and Alberta in recent weeks, while other provinces like British Columbia and Manitoba have extended existing measures. You know, but you know, we have the vaccine that is coming. It has uh, brought a glimmer of hope to the worsening situation. Thousands of people across the country have already received the first of two necessary doses during the week of, of the uh, incalations. Yet it's light at the 
end of a very long tunnel. That's a very long tunnel because it's still going to be going on past Christmas. January, February, March. As we're still waiting for people to be vaccinated. And the virus is still going to be spreading. Our Prime Minister said by at least next September that most of Canada will be vaccinated. Next September. Potentially, not sure, maybe, the virus still may be here. And I was reading a story earlier if I look at the uh, the world, I think I've seen something, you know, on Britain that they're saying that there's a uh, a different strain of, of COVID uh, that they haven't seen is transmitting in the United Kingdom. So I don't know why that is not coming up. I you know I find something so easily on my phone, it just pops up. Um, unless I look over here for a moment and see what's going on with that. Let's see what's going on here. This is in Canada. Calgary police arrest a 21-year-old at a skating rink after bylaw officers saw crowd violated. The crowd, the crowd violated. I don't know what he did, but anyways, got arrested. But. Um, What is going on here in our top story section? Hey, welcome to the show, Nick. I'm just rambling on here for a minute. It's just, you know, kind of looking for stuff. But welcome to the show. I'm your host, Doug. Here in London, Ontario, Canada, I hope that your weekend is going well. And that, so, um, you know, just before you came on here, I mentioned um, now, you know, here in Canada, um, we have reached, you know, um, over a half a million Canadians now have, have now been infected with the, with the coronavirus. So just over, you know, what do we, what do we topple here? Uh, 501,189 cases in the entire country. I remember back a few months ago, you know, like summertime and stuff like that, I think we were just a little over 100,000. And now we're over 500,000. You know, and, and and of course, other in, in regions around here in Ontario, like the city of Toronto and the Peel region that is in the vicinity of that of that city is in lockdown. Um, 
Same with the York region, it's in a lockdown, that's part of Toronto. You know, but we keep seeing these cases rise and the majority of the cases are coming out of these areas that are in lockdown. You know, but they're free to travel to other areas who are, are not in the same restrict as the city of Toronto is. And, and, the, and you know, the mayors of, of those areas are, are, are asking people and, and health officials are asking people not to travel to other areas if you're in a lockdown. But how do you stop that? How do you curtail that? You know, do we leave it up to other businesses and, and ask you for your identification or ask you where you're from? And then simply refuse business to you? You know, we know how difficult this is for everybody. It's difficult for everybody. You know? Everybody is frustrated. Everybody's getting fed up. You know? But now is not the time, you know, to be letting our guard down. With the second wave really knocking up the cases. You know? We can't be letting our guard down. And even though the vaccines are starting to roll out, it's still going to take a lot of time for people to get vaccinated. You know, this, this virus is going to be here in January, February, March, April, May. You know, you gotta, you got you to gotta vaccinate the entire country. And for those who want to get vaccinated, 200 countries all over the world. We got to get vaccinated, but we still have to follow the rules. And even after the vaccinations are rolling out, these, these, these health measures are still going to be in place. I don't know what's going to happen on Monday when our Premier of Ontario turns around and you know he has another announcement to make. You know, all the schools are now out for, for, the, for the Christmas holidays for an extended period of time. Parents were, were asked to make sure that their, their kids' home bring everything necessary that they're going to need to to have for online learning because school is not going to be back on, on January the 4th. You know, the city of Toronto is going to be remaining in lockdown until further notice. Here in the city of London where I live, we are in the red restrict. The next the next level is gray, and that means lockdown. And we're one step away from that. Even before Christmas Eve, we could potentially, the city of London could be put into lockdown. You know, so, what people are doing, where people are going, 
how they're contracting this virus, I don't know. You know, I, I go I go to work. I you know when I when I greet um, the shipper and receivers, I'm wearing my mask. I got hand sanitizer in my truck. I use my own pen. I come home. My clothes go in the laundry. I shower. Put on new clothes. I sanitize my hands. And so far, I guess I can just say that I'm very lucky that I haven't contracted COVID-19. How are so many people contracting it? I don't know. Yes, it is a community spread virus, but where, when, and why, and how these people are getting it? You know, I, I, I would like that the health, the, 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 the top doctors, you know, here in Ontario and across Canada, even maybe around the world, you know, when you're, when you're reporting infections, you know, where in the community is, is this happening? You know, is it, is it happening in the big box stores? Is it happening in the shopping mall? Is it happening in small businesses? Never heard. Restaurants? Never heard. You know, and and when they come out and when 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 the when the premier of Ontario, you know, he comes out to speak to the public of what the next plan is going to be and why it's going to happen. You know, I want to know where these people are getting infected. You know, um, in 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 uh, Alberta, um, the health officials confirmed that they were. I'm sending critically ill adults of COVID-19 patients to Edmonton's Maine's Children's Hospital due to the dwindling capacity in other intensive care units. And the children, children in critical care at the hospital are being moved to another unit to make way for the adult patient. So... You know, here here in the city of London where I live, I mean, of course, our hospitals, you know, are are filling up with, with COVID cases. But we have other areas in the city, you know, set up to, to um, you know, treat people with, with COVID-19. You know, and then um, our Prime Minister, um, Justice Trudeau, confirmed that Canada is to, we're, we're set to receive another 500,000 doses of the Pfizer vaccine um, by the end of January. 
Now we know that you need two doses, so that's only 125,000 doses. You know, and where these vaccines are gonna travel to, I don't know. Could be here, heading for here for the city of London and surrounding area. You know, I don't know. And you know, when you're when you're trying to look this stuff up and find this information, they just say this this amount is coming, and and, and you know that it's only half that dose because it, need, it requires two shots. You know, but um, you know, Canada should also see doses of the of the Moderna vaccine begin to arrive before the end of December, pending on regulatory approval with more to come in the first few months of 2021. And also I think that Moderna is around 95% effective as well. And it doesn't need to be um, frozen, you know, um, like Pfizer's. It needs to be cooled, but it doesn't have to be frozen. So it's going to make it easier for better transportation, better storage. Which, you know, the fact that the, the Pfizer vaccine has got to be unthawed. That it's got to be uh, brought to uh, room temperature. You know, and, and then, um, you know, whatever else they got to do to it you know, before they can administer it. You know, that that's that's taking time, you know, as well. So, you know, then I'm still reading reports on people, you know, um, holding parties, having more people than they're supposed to in their households. When you're in there, and when you're in these restricted areas, such as gray and lockdown. That's supposed to be anybody coming into your household. And when you're in the red restrict that the city of London that I live in is five, like five people in, in the household, period. And yet, you know, a couple weeks back, um, there was a, uh, a party that they broke up 22 people in this house party. Some people outside, they didn't say how many people outside. 11 of those people had contracted COVID-19. So half of them had contracted COVID-19. You know, and the host of that party, the people that own the, the, the house, you know, now they have to go to court sometime probably February and they're facing the minimum $10,000 fine. The other people in the household, you know, they're, they're getting um, a $750 fine and they add a $130 surcharge on top of that fine to come out to $880. And yet people know this is gonna happen if, you, if, if you're gonna do these sort of things. 
You know, if you think you're not going to get caught, you're sadly mistaken. Because a couple months back, there was this woman in Toronto who decided that she was going to hold a birthday party, but she was going to hold it in the storage locker thinking there's no way people are going to find out about that. Well, she got caught. People try to do all sorts of things to, to cover their tracks, you know, so it doesn't look like they're having a party. There's not too many people in the house. Neighbors pay attention to what's going on in their neighborhood. If they see something out of the ordinary, something is amiss, you know, if it's necessary that the police have to be called, then they're going to call the police. So think again before you, you decide that, you know, you think that you're going to have a party. There was a restaurant in Toronto not long ago, and this is during their shutdown, that in the back, it was like, a, you know, like a speakeasy, right? An illegal gathering that they think they wouldn't get caught. You know, they simply ignored the knock on the door from the police. And the police are announcing that it is the police. And when the when the police did get access, there was over a hundred people not wearing masks, not social distancing, drinking, and the place was not even supposed to be open. So whatever you're thinking about doing and thinking that it, it, you're not going to get caught, you're going to get caught. And the penalties are not worth it. So many people out of work. Over the summertime, we sort of get back to somewhat of a normalcy. You know, there was restrictions still. You know, and we're, and we're hoping for the best coming into the fall, into the winter. You know, because cases were down. And, you know, still being warned about social distancing and things like that. You know, here we are. Cases are just mounting. The healthcare professionals around Ontario are calling for strict, more stricter measures that they want the Ontario government to impose. Now, just locking down certain regions. You know, is that going to be effective enough? 
or is it going to take, you know, locking down the entire province? You know, maybe locking it down right to the end of January. I don't know what the solutions should be. I really don't know. Because even in these in these lockdowns, what they're doing right now in certain regions, it's, it's simply not working. Infection rates are going up. You know, and... Uh, Here is yeah. So it's, um, um, Saskatchewan, the, the health official said another eight people, you know, have died after contracting the virus for a total of 115. Well, nine new deaths in Manitoba pushed the province death toll to 556. You know, Alberta has reported. Hey, there's Pink Squirrel. How you doing this fine evening? Nice to have you back on the show. How have you been? Now, she was on my show um, a little while ago, and uh, it, it was it was great, you know. And, uh, you know, she's like, she goes, I'm, like, I'm, I'm taking over your show. I'm doing, I'm interviewing you and, and stuff like that. that. was funny. I mean, that was great. I mean, it was all, everything was, everything was, uh, everything was black. But nice to, to see you back out here again. Yeah, so I was just going over some of these things was going on here in Canada. And, uh, you know, our, our, our numbers are just on an increase. Um, more um, health measures are coming Monday. Um, our Premier of Ontario um, is going to make an announcement sometime Monday afternoon on what they think is necessary so in the light of that we're just gonna have to wait <laughs> 10 4 good buddy yeah it's awesome <laughs> yeah 10 4 oh my god yeah so yeah so what's new I mean let's you know try to get on the lighter side of things here you know I mean this this COVID, this COVID stuff is just is just terrible. Hi, but, nice to find you again. How are you, good buddy? I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, so what's new Am I busy? Yeah. Yeah. I'm never busy. I'm not busy. <laughs> Are you busy working now? I mean, like, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, um, yeah, it's my weekend. Um, I, I don't, I don't go back to work till Tuesday, and then I only work till maybe Thursday early afternoon, and then I'll be off for the holidays. Are you gonna be gone for the holidays? Or Hold how? on, no, I will be here. No, I will be home, and. Um, my uh, grandkids are going to FaceTime me so I can watch them open up their presents. 
because they already have fiber in their household and you can't have more than five. So I can't go over there Christmas morning for the first time, for the first time in many years. So they'll be FaceTiming me and I'll watch them open their gifts. Nice. Nice. It's better we have FaceTime, right? Could you imagine if we didn't have technology? It's not the same, but it's yeah. the way to connect. No. How old are, how old are your grandchildren, yes. can I ask? How old are they? Uh, uh, one is 11 and one is 6. So the 11-year-old probably knows how to do all that stuff. 6 is learning. I'm way too old to know how to do all this FaceTime, Instagram, Snapchat stuff, but... <laughs> not old enough to not still help learn how to learn, right? You know what I mean? So that's not that's nice. a, Yeah. Yeah. So I just said to my daughter tonight when she called me, I said, just let me know what time, you know, you're going to have them up. So I'm up and I got my coffee and then we can get the show on the road, right? So so what do they call you? They call it grandpa, grandpa, papa, paps. What is the name that you choose? We all have different names that we choose. Like grandpa. I met a gra grandpa. Yeah, I met a grandma yeah. yet, or or nana, or whatever what you call it. But everybody has like a different term. My son's yeah. getting to that age where, he, mm, in the next five to six years, there'll probably be like a little grandbaby on the way. But I didn't know what right. everybody calls everybody. So there's nana, but there's pat pat, yeah. there's grandpa, there's gramps. Um, yeah, Papa. Papa. Yeah, Papa is another one. Yeah, what they yeah. call you. So, yeah, good. It's, yeah. it's but yeah. here, do we talk? We talked about this before, I think, about how the older people who are like in their eighties and stuff in the nursing homes or even older, they're like, just get on FaceTime or Zoom, whatever platform you choose. They don't know how to do that. Do you know what I mean? It, 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 technology is only good for people who know how to use it. And yeah. so yeah. I get, I get, I, we talked, did we talk about this? I think we talked like a whole conversation yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah, we did a little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. my, my, my dad is 80 and he accidentally FaceTimed us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. That accidental FaceTime. He's like in the yeah. bathroom, yeah. like taking a shower. Hello, yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hit the button. It was so funny. It, it, it surprised him. You know, he's like, "This is this was on uh, this was the initial uh, back in the spring on the initial lockdown, mm -hmm. right?" And uh, yeah, he just uh, my brother was sitting there, and, and uh, his phone lights up, and and there's my dad. Looking at him through the phone, he's going, Dad. And my dad just starts laughing. He goes, How did I do that? <laughs> now, but, but, so that's the thing. Like, I get mad at the commercials, and we've talked about this before, but like, oh, how grandma, but grandma doesn't know how to do that. And she's in lockdown. Technology has, <laughs> has evolved. Yeah. Through the last like, years. Like, oh, sorry, I had the hiccups. Ooh. But, like, they don't know how to do it. It sounds simple, but it isn't. It's not hard, but it's, again, do you remember the, rot the rotary? i got to get rid of the hiccups. The rotary phones. Remember that? Like, the whole, like, dial the phone, the whole thing. Yeah. So it, it's hard for them. And they can't, but the thing is, they can't get anybody in there to help them. 
you know, it's not like you can have like your your grandson or your son or whatever come in there to help them because they can't get in there anyway. So it's it's a catch twenty two, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Er. So you're busier, like you said, you have like time off and all that stuff. So you're on. Are you in Ontario? Correct? Am I? Did I miss uh, it? Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, Ontario. Yeah. So, yipper. yeah, and we're, we have, we, yipper, don't make me do the whole yipper. Hey, don't make me say A. A. <laughs> I, 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 I cannot do it in a convincing way. But we got hit with a snowstorm down here in Pittsburgh. So not yes, only are in quarantine. Yeah, we're in quarantine and we're like on double lockdown. Normally right. we're like, yeah, we have a couple of days off. Now we're like, shit, we have double days off. Like, we don't even know what to do with ourselves. We're like. We can't get out of our house. We, you know, so we like, we, you know what we do? We go on to Podbean. So, and yeah. find you. Absolutely. Uh, you know, come out and talk to me. Come out and talk to other podcasters out there. You know, I like being out there. I, I like doing this, you know. You know, you just, you, you know, you reach out to the world. You talk to people from other countries, you know. And, and, you know, I mean, of course, I mean, the United States is, is our, is our friendly neighbor, you know, so it's nice yeah. to, to, uh, you know, connect with people, you know, no matter how, no matter how you do it. Right. But I'm not right. doing this how just do because know? all this pandemic crap is going on. I'm going to be doing this for, for many years down the road. Right. No, but, you know, I invested, has... I invested my time into this. Well, but also the pandemic has caused people to tune in. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. oh, so yeah, like we're sure. used to going out to the bars, and if you're up late at night, a lot of us are drinking. <laughs> we go out there, we drink, but yeah. we're safe in our own house, and it's nice, yeah. a way to communicate. And I look at it like, okay, so you're at a bar, like there's this table and there's that table. You can jump around and not feel threatened. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just nice to yeah. talk to other people I mean, on like different platforms. Yeah, I mean, even um, last summer, um, with um, you know, we had you know some some restrictions lifted that you know we could we could go camping, we could go we could go to the cottage, we could go rent a cottage, and um, uh, so so over the summertime, like I mean, I was gone for two weeks. So, and still, when I came back, uh, people could still go go out and do whatever they going to do, was keep, keep these uh, restrictions in mind. But I still had, you know, listeners come on the show, you know, eight, nine o'clock at night, you know. So, um, yeah, it, did, it didn't seem to slow down, um, you know, for the podcast. No, actually, um, I bought some equipment. My dad bought me some equipment for my birthday, and it's through Sweetwater. It's like a great um, – they do a lot of music equipment. On their, they are so busy right now due to, due to the quarantine. Like, people are recording music. People are doing podcasts. People are, like, staying in and honing into those different kind of skills, and um, it's different. It, it's like being at a bar in your own house. I, I, does that make sense? I, I don't know if I'm like <sighs> making sense, but it's like their sales have increased. 
they're like, we haven't been laid off. We haven't been furloughed. Like the increase right. of people wanting to be artistic um, through, they, they do technical or um, audio stuff, pod being, or yeah. pod being podcasting, pod, all that. I'm like, yeah. good for them. And they're absolutely amazing. I'm not like going to promote them, but Sweetwater, you may pay like 20 bucks more, but they give you technical support. They give you everything you need. Like, yeah. they're good. It's good. It's good to find a good company, and they're and they're treating their employees well. From what I understand, like they're they're like, it's good. So, so are they? Anyway, so, um, so who are they? It's called Sweetwater S W E E T W A T E R. They sell audio equipment like headphones and microphones and stuff. Oh, okay. So, for one example. Okay. So I bought, um, my dad bought me like whatever, but for a gift and I had a problem. They stayed on the phone with me for an hour just to find that one little lever on my thing was not correct. Like they give technical support with their equipment and we were laughing. He's oh, like, Oh my God. Yeah. No, I'm not supported by them or anything, but like, they were so good to me. We were laughing at the other things. Like, was that all it took? It was like moving that little lever like two inches up to the top. I'm like, yeah. It's like, good. Then I don't feel like I'm pressured or anything to do with that. And that's what they're paid to do. Like I said, they're, they're not expensive. But you, they don't give you equipment training. Like, they won't train you on, like, software. But I'm like, I can't. I can't hear anybody. I can't. Why is this happening? Like I shut myself, my stuff off the night before and I tune in the next morning and I can't hear anybody. Well, what it was is I accidentally like turned my, my board over to like change the batteries or whatever and adjusted the switch, which I would have never thought to adjust the switch. Right. An hour. And they're like, good. And I was like, next time I know how to do that. They were awesome. People are like honing in. They're like getting into base, which is nice. Yeah, that's so. well. It's, it's great. It's it's nice to have that, you know, um, tactical support when you need it, right? Right. Again, and and it yeah. was. I, it wasn't like I was asking them how to program my shit or do like an audio thing. I'm like, I have no idea what they what I did, and I didn't feel pressure that they were on the phone. Like they did a great job. That's just my little thing. Like, no sponsoring necessary. They don't know me from anybody else, but I'm like throwing it out there. So, did you get snowed in? Did you get any snow up there? Uh, we only have a little bit. You know, this is maybe um, maybe it's only um, snow maybe three times, and I think the most we got on one snowy day was a foot of snow, but that's mostly gone now. It's just damp and cold out. That's all. Mm, we got so, we, we got hit. Like we got well, mm, what is hit? Right. Stopping through New York. All right. Yeah, all up through New York too. Yeah, but Pittsburgh got more snow than Buffalo, and Buffalo is always three to four inches at least. Buffalo, New York yeah. is always like three to four inches above us, and we got hit. Yeah. Like I couldn't even open up my door. I went to let my dog out. She's like, what the hell? I'm not going out there. I'm like, oh, I got to shovel a path for my dog. 
<laughs> That's how bad it was. So. so we're just talking. So I won't keep you any longer. I just want to say, hey, thank you. It's like nice hey, to yeah, um, thank you. connect with other people out there and what's going on. Like, I'm going to tease you, like, you know, okay, hard cat, this is calm pressure. Tuning out. <laughs> 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 I can't even do it with a straight face. Ten four, good. Uh, you keep yeah, there. Let's look out, look out for the smokies. Are you on for a little bit yet? I am. Yes. Um, I'm just gonna do Ooh. like a uh, just a little you Christmas a poem here, like because I, I decided that I was gonna do a little some little Christmas stuff um, near the end of my program. And uh, just hopefully bring some Christmas cheer to people. Are you, you know, around the world. Are you on? Are you on? Do you have a set time, or do you just go on when you go off? Uh, yeah, I, I do. Um, um, eight p.m. and uh, Wait, in the mornings, that. I think it. I got eight. Yeah. Um, eight, so eight yeah, so uh, Saturday. Well, it's the same as you. Well, are, are we Eastern time? Like, I'm American, so we think it's all about. Yeah, that. it's like it's, it's like it's. Yeah, it's like eight fifty-two p.m. right now. It's the same time. Yeah. Oh my God! It's eight fifty-one here. You Canadians are so behind the time, so forward. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, one hey, minute ahead hey, of you. Oh my God. Hey, <laughs> hey. All right. And you do it on Saturdays, and do you, do you do a morning show? I do at 9 a.m. on Saturday. Oh, you're a Saturday kind of person. Yeah, well, I've been out. I've been out all week doing this, these, these Christmas poems and stuff like that at eight o'clock at night for the 12 days of Christmas. Oh, nice. Are you going to end it with a poem? I'm going to end. Um, I'm going to do one tonight and Christmas Eve. I will end it with was um, uh, twas the night before Christmas. Very nice, very nice. Hey, thanks for being on. I'm glad I found Thank you. you. Nice. I, I have a yeah. couple drinks I come on, but I'm like, <laughs> I want to end it with like a Smokey and the Bear like comment. I can't do it without being just Time <laughs> 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 for good, buddy. Hey, you and your family have a Merry Christmas. Thanks. Yeah, Head thank forward. you. Head yeah. forward, always. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Yes, always having a nice, wonderful conversation with, uh, with uh, Pink Squirrel. So this one here is called Christmas Bells. And this is by Henry Wadsworth. I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play. And wild and sweet, the words repeat of peace on earth and goodwill to men. And thought how, as the day had come, the belfries of all Christendom had rolled along the unbroken song of peace on earth and goodwill to men. Till ringing, singing on its way, the world revolved from night to day. A voice of chime, a chant of salime, of peace on earth and goodwill to men. Then from each blake, a cursed mouth, the cannon thundered in the south. And with the sound 
the carol's ground of peace on earth and goodwill to men. It was as if the earthquake rent the hearth stones of continent and made forlorn the household born of peace on earth, goodwill to men. And in despair, I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for I hate is strong and mock the song of peace on earth and goodwill to men. Then pealed the bells more loud and deep, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail with peace on earth and goodwill to men. Interesting little poem there called Christmas Bells. But I thank you everybody for joining me here this Saturday night. And we'll get those thank yous out there to everybody, all my listeners and my guests and my followers. I thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. And I thank to all of our essential workers, our frontline workers, our doctors and our nurses, our paramedics and our police and our fire departments, I thank you for the job that you do day in and day out. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Join me tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. And then again tomorrow evening at 8 p.m. for another edition of Christmas. Until then, have a safe evening and a good weekend, everybody. Take care and thank you.